Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nisi Lexi Podcast. If you're new here, I'm a digital marketer, a content creator, as well as a blogger. If you're new here, welcome. I help entrepreneurs brand their ideas, optimize their online marketing platform, as well as content creation development and SEO strategy. I also help them optimize their work, as well as generate revenue, and I post weekly podcasts here. I'm delighted to have you all. For more information, you can visit my website at www.nisilexi.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nisi Lexi. And I'm super excited to have another exclusive guest here with us today. She is the one and only Salem, who is based in Windsor, Ontario. We're going to be discussing about her business, how she started. She is a beauty salon owner. It's called Exclusive Beauty Solution. And I'm super excited to have her because in our uh, season four, we are kind of basically discussing about female entrepreneurship, business owners, as well as highlighting some of the incredible journey that they have been through and also some of their businesses uh, ideas as to why they bring it into life, especially during the COVID, they're thriving and also growing their business. Welcome to First Time in Nisi Lexi. Welcome, girl. <laughs> thank you, you so much. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Like, this is just so empowering and I just feel <laughs> it. <laughs> amazing amazing so for our viewers who don't know about you and also not about your, your business yes can you basically introduce yourself and then we can uh, dive in deeper to discuss about your business absolutely so my name is Salem Burhane and I'm the owner of inclusive beauty solution it is a beauty supply store and natural hair services so we have all the supplies and stuff in the in the front of our of my uh, shop and then in the back is the salon um, and the reason why I did it that way is because um, a lot of times I started with like when I used to do hair at home um, people would have to go out to go like whatever store and buy the hair and then they would come over and then sometimes like you know they didn't buy enough packs of hair my shop is uh, a beauty supply store and natural hair services so we do natural hair uh, sorry we do the styling in the back but the front part of the shop which is like actually the majority of it is um supply so hair extensions hair products shampoos and conditioners gels accessories for it, bonnets, all of that kind of stuff. Like everything that you would find in a, in a supply store mm -hmm. um, is in the front and then the salon is at the back. And the reason why I chose to do it that way is so that it could be a one-stop shop for um, for anybody that wants to get their hair done. So then you don't have to worry about running out of hair, not liking the hair that you want. And then you come in and, you know, most people will just want to do black and then they come in and I'm like, why don't you add a little bit of this or whatever? So it kind of spunks it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that's personally why I did that. And then I specifically chose natural hair services um, because I just want people to kind of stop, not necessarily stop, but I just feel like chemicals are just so harsh for our hair and stuff. We ready to, you know, color it. And I'm, 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 I'm a, a victim of coloring my hair all the time. Um, but we already do that and stuff. And then it's like with the perming and stuff. But if you perm your hair for, you know, reasons that you just like your hair straight, okay, fine. But if it's because you've been, you know, brainwashed and systemically um, told many times that, you know, European looking hair and stuff like that is more prettier and stuff like that. I'm against it. So I always want, you know, and I 
and if you come into my shop and you see me at any given time um my hair is like curly and out like this or i'll have braids all the way down it'll be like funky colors and i'm just like who says you can't be an entrepreneur or a businesswoman or like you know doing good with your good with life and and um and not have like funky hair but everyone just thinks like oh if you have funky hair like you got to be broke kind of thing and i'm just like no we're changing <laughs> that narrative <laughs> love it love it i love the fact yes. that you know you you basically using your business and your platform not only to empower people but also to give them voice and it's more to like you know feel free about their self and also like you know embrace the unique uh, unique uh diversified individual even from the name itself it says inclusive so can you tell us about how you came about the whole name and the logo is very unique by the way <laughs> thank you um so the name inclusive you could see the i has uh it's a braid uh, yeah. um so the name inclusive and i spelt it this way specifically because um actually it doesn't have not much to do with my salon um mm -hmm. my late brother so my brother passed away 6 years ago um due to a senseless act of violence in toronto um and that was his dj name so he went by dj inclusive and his reasoning for his dj name being inclusive is because he was just such a loving person always included people no matter like you know black white poor rich fat skinny he didn't care he was just like i like people for you i don't care what your status is like and stuff and he was just such an inclusive person and um that's how he or that's one of the reasons why he came up with his uh with his dj name and mm -hmm. i i'm the same way as well like my salon is not or supply store is not only for black women um but it's for anybody i have white clients i have middle eastern clients and stuff and just the name that you know it's just inclusive beauty so it's like i'm including everyone's beauty and it's like mm -hmm. no matter what you look like no matter what your hair looks like it's beautiful if you want to embrace it and if you love it so mm -hmm. i just thought the name was so fitting and then such a great way to honor my brother cuz he meant the world to me as well amazing amazing first of all condolences to your brother but i love Thank the you. fact that you know you including through uh your your collections is like you basically honoring him as well as inspiring and inspiring people i love the story it's really amazing um so for those who wanted to learn a little bit about how did you come about getting into hair was it somebody inspired you to become a hairstylist before or how did you how did how did your journey came about to be coming a hairstylist and then owning a hair salon I didn't hear anything you said it chipped out. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So I was okay. saying um just what inspired you or influenced you to get into the hair business? Um so I've been doing hair since oh let me not tell my age. Um okay. 20 years. <laughs> I'm like but Um so when I was younger I had really really soft hair and my mother just couldn't like grab it like she would braid it take her whole day braiding my hair within like an hour of me playing outside it will come undone but yeah. my sister had thicker hair and and when she braided her hair it lasted longer so she was just like look you're just going to have to do ponytails but my sister used to get all these like braids with extensions with this and that and 
And so I started just practicing on my own hair and I would just start from like parting it and just, you know, two pigtails and then changing it to four and then there'll be box braids and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I used to tell it like, like when I get old, like, like I'm never going to do anybody else's hair. I'm just going to do mine and I'm just going to walk around looking the flyest and stuff. Well, that kind of turned around and it ended up being where I'm not even doing my hair and I'm doing everybody else's hair. (laughs) So in in Toronto, uh, while I was in university, um, um, I went to a salon one time just to get my hair flat ironed and stuff. And, yeah. and the salon owner, she was so popular and so busy and she was taking forever. So I was just like, but I went with me, my sister and my best friend. And I was just like, can I just wash my sister's hair and roller set it and just put it on the dryer and the same thing for my best friend. So like we can hurry up and leave. Cause I'm like, we, I don't want to spend all day at the salon. Yeah. And she liked how I, she's like, do you know how to? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like really good at hair. So yeah. I did that and everything. And she was very impressed, like how clean I, I did their hair, like how clean I washed it and stuff like that. So she was just like, Hey, I need an assistant for like, my weekends are crazy. Would you like to work here? Which mm-hmm. was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I was like, absolutely. So I kind of got to see what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And then um, years later, when I moved to Windsor, I used to walk around with my hair looking all fly when I was in university and stuff. And <laughs> like uh, religiously, people will be like, where did you get your hair done? And I'm just like, I did it myself. Oh my gosh, can you do my hair? I was like, absolutely. So I'm like, bring pizza to my, I mean, I was a broke student, right? So I'm like, bring pizza to my house. I got your <laughs> hair, right? So I'm like, shoot, I'm getting breakfast, lunch, and dinner just to do people's hair, like, which is a stupid mentality because I'm just like, hello, the, you just did like almost a $200 hairstyle for pizza. Like, <laughs> you know, but you, you know, you're hanging out with your friends and stuff. So I just like more and more people were just wanting to do, um, to get their hair done. Yeah. And I moved and bought a house in Windsor. This is, um, I turned my basement into a salon and I was just doing people's hair on the side, like in the evenings and on weekends and stuff. Yeah. Um, when I, I decided to take the leap and open a salon was, um, I, I had my daughter, my daughter's one in, well, she's about to be two in a couple of months. Mm. So I had my maternity leave and, and like near halfway through my maternity leave, the pandemic hit. So the job that I was in prior to the pandemic, um, I was the last one to be hired. So they couldn't, guarantee me a job back after the the pandemic after like mm. we're back to um um so i was like oh my gosh what am i gonna do i kid you not it was may no it was like march sorry mm-hmm. i started looking up some stuff because and people were calling me like like hey are you still doing hair from home and i'm like um there's a whole pandemic right now like <laughs> i don't know what's gonna <laughs> like are you people are you serious like you're on lockdown. Where are you even trying to go with your hair done? Like, <laughs> but I'm thinking maybe for TikTok. I don't know. Like, you want to look cute? So, <laughs> so I was just like, um, I was just like, um, no, I'm not doing hair. And then I took the time, like, my son wasn't in school. Well, I wasn't working. So I'm just like, let's just go to Toronto and like stay with my family there. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I would, like, if I was in my own home, it's like, okay, it's just me and my son and my daughter. But in, my parents home like I you know my parents are seniors and stuff and I'm like no this is way too risky like I refuse right Mm -hmm. um but I was just like oh my gosh people are still calling me so um 
so when it was around March, I'm like, maybe if I'm like, if I can't, if I'm not guaranteed my job back, I'm like, let me just make my own job. So mm -hmm. I started looking at places in Windsor. I found the perfect place that like checked off everything. Um, I was just like, yeah, I'll take it for August, sorry, for September, mm -hmm. um, because that's when we were reopening, starting to reopen like last summer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just like, I need two months free rent. I need you to fix this this way and that way. And he did. Um, and then I, I just started purchasing things and stuff. So um, a lot of my distributors are in the States and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to go to the States and get it? Which I had no idea at the time because this is my first business yeah. that as a business owner, I'm allowed to cross to the States to go get my products. I had no idea, but they could also ship it to Canada and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So the minute Canada opened, I went to almost every single store that are like beauty supply store that I could think of and mm -hmm. went right to their clearance rack and just cleaned out their clearance rack. Cause I'm like, I'm not opening my store on an empty, like with it and with empty walls and stuff. So mm -hmm. I came back here, I started setting things up and then August 29th, 2020, Inclusive Beauty Solutions was birthed. <laughs> oh, wow. I love, yeah. I love the story. It's so incredible. It's Thank like you. just just connecting the dots from when you first started as just to kind of like braid hair for yourself. And then also like you started braiding hair for your friends and uh, in, in colleagues. And now to having a full-fledged like a, a beauty store, that's a very incredible story. I love mm -hmm. that. And just kind of to show, you know what? sometimes you you never know what's going to happen in the future but as, as long as like you know you're passionate about it you keep on, uh, on working on it things will make make sense and everything will connect the the, the dots into the future for sure Absolutely. yeah so another thing i know obviously diving into a new industry or becoming a business owner is hard so how do you manage to navigate especially being in the pandemic to achieved your success and basically mentally or just physically be like you know what i gotta do this no matter what um i want to say i don't have it figured out yet yeah if i may be <laughs> honest um it's from trial and error and mistakes on mistakes and and learning mm -hmm. um i'm in various groups like if you look at my facebook and my instagram like off of my phone 90 percent of the people that i follow are salon owners braiders, hairstylists, XYZ, like in my field. And then a, a little bit on workouts, but clearly I'm not working out right now, but I, I'm, that, that, that's, that's the hope I'm getting there. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> um, so I follow lots of people like that. I ask questions mm -hmm. um, to random people. I'll be like, hey, I was just going through, <clears throat> excuse me, I was like, hey, I was just going through your supply store in i don't know like california and mm -hmm. i just want to like are you okay if i can ask, can i just ask you like a few questions and literally every single person has been so refreshing and so willingly um to answer because we have this connection of all being black owned mm -hmm. and it's just like let's take our industry back um it's you know it's a it's a multi-billion dollar industry for sure. all because of us where's our crumb like why are we only getting crumbs right so we all do whatever we can to help um 
another black owned beauty supply store mm -hmm. um, because we, it, it, we need to take it back, <laughs> right? So um, I, ask, I ask so many questions. Um, I read books on it. I look up articles on it. So I'm just like constantly doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I look at like, for example, I'll use like my point of sale system. I already, mm -hmm. I purchased one in the beginning just out of rush probably spent two, $3,000 on that. And I just repurchased a new one and I haven't even done one year in, in the industry yet. Right. Yeah. Um, because that one wasn't working for me. <clears throat> and, um, so because that one wasn't working for me, I was just like, let me get rid of it. Let me, let me start fresh. Um, yeah. and I asked someone who was more established than I am. And I was just like, guys, like literally on our Facebook group, I was just like, what is the best POS system that you can use? And POS, for those who don't know, it's a point of sale system. So it's like where you cash things out and this and that, all of that stuff, the register and everything. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, and people were like, oh, this one, this one, that one. And the, the ones that were like the popular ones and the OGs you, um, are the ones that use them. Yeah. I was just like, okay, let me go read the perks on it. And then from that, and so far it's been a smooth, um, uh, system for me. So yeah, I might've lost $2,000, um, from, you know, the other one that I had purchased. Mm -hmm. However, I'm the one, this one is making my life so much easier that even if I had to lose $10,000, I would have still done it because what you want for your business is for it to run smooth mm -hmm. and, and for you to work smart, not hard. Right. So that's why I had to make the transition with this one. Um, and so far it's been great. Um, what else? Um, yeah. I, and I would ask just, I would, I, it's just ask questions. That's, that's how I've been getting there. Ask mm -hmm. questions. You learn something new. If I have a break between different, different customers or clients or whatever, I try to look up some stuff. Like I just, that's all I've been doing. Just ask, 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 ask. Amazing, amazing. So the fact that you are also, you're a mom to a beautiful two kids and also running your own store that also kind of takes in a lot of power and that makes you like you know the superwoman that you are today <laughs> with no and, muscles <laughs> <laughs> so what advice would you have for young entrepreneurs who are either considering or becoming an entrepreneur for any other business or even like getting into the hair business what advice would you have for them to dive in into the field Okay. Um, I also want to add without tooting my own horn that yeah. I'm also a high school counselor. So I do that during the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So, right. So it's just like, you know, so, um, hmm. so what's where I can only say what's working for me. Yeah. Um, I want to say during this pandemic has been the busiest I've ever been in my whole life. Um, Yes, I added a second child before the pandemic. It wasn't a, it's not a pandemic, it's not a quarantine baby, but <laughs> it was well before, but you know, I'm raising her during the quarantine. Um, and then with my shop being open during the pandemic and then working for the school board as a high school counselor, yeah. um, the public school board. Um, 
for I'm the type of person that if I'm not busy, I don't do anything with my life. If that makes sense. Like I don't know how to relax unless I'm on vacation away from my element. But even even um on a sad on a Sunday for example, I can't just like sit and just watch TV all day or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know how to do that. So because of that, it's like the busier I am, the more productive I am, right? Um uh, so that's what's been working for me. Um for other entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. they like the kickback, so they work hard 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 to get to where they are. And then if they could just run their business by doing this, they yeah. they 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 love it, right? That like that's what works for them. So I think my advice for to become an entrepreneur is one um know your why. Why are you doing it? That's very very important. And mm-hmm. unless you come up with a really good business or whatever that's just going to take off, which is like r- super rare, mm-hmm. um <clears throat> If you're doing it for the money, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Um if you think, "Oh, I'm my own boss, so I could do whatever and start whenever." Well, your your business is going to be a product of um of how much work you put into it. So if you like if I was to put 3 hours a day on my shop, it yeah. probably would close right now. There's there was times where I was there for 13 hours straight. Oh wow. And I and sit down once to the point where I didn't even know that I I like by the time I got home and I'm like oh I'm drained and I'm like oh my god I didn't even eat today right um but it's paying off because I have an end goal and every 6 months um I have goals that I want to meet at the 6 months whether it's financially whether it's physically and stuff mm-hmm. and I've been and well I I'm only approaching my second one and I I was able to meet it even in the middle of a pandemic I was still able to meet it but I did lot lots of work to it so it's a lot a lot of work and then read books on your field and make sure you study it enough so that you know in your city it's it's going to succeed right like yeah. if you live in a city where there's predominantly um let's just say for example like my city for now um there's a lot of shawarma spots right yeah. we have a lot of middle easterns there's a lot of shawarma spots um so if you open another shawarma spot yeah you will still get business but now you're competing with like the OG ones that they already have But in my city, we don't have that many salons and we don't have like black owned salons and we also mm-hmm. don't have um that many beauty supply stores. So I'm the only the only one I think I haven't walked into everybody's or one of the only ones. Let me let, let's make it safe and say one of the only ones. I don't like to say I'm the first this and I'm the first that. Um I'm the one of the only ones um that have a supply store and salon combined. So I knew the day my doors was going to open, people are going to rush in and be like, "Oh my god, there's products this that that we not we barely can find anywhere else in our city." Mm-hmm. And then also um a braider here too, so then I don't have to waste my gas to go and buy hair from here and then have to go to this person's salon yeah. or shop or whatever to get my hair done. This is great. The day I opened my shop August 29th 2020 yeah I was completely booked to the middle of October 
with oh, um, clients to get their hair done. So that's all of September and half of October. I was only able to let people in that um, that might have just wanted like two braids going down, like French braids going down. Mm -hmm. um, that would only take like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes or something like that. I was able to squeeze one or two people like that. But as mm -hmm. far as like, if you have like locks or, or you want like box braids or you want like a complete soap win or wash in something, like something that takes like three, four hours, mm -hmm. nope. Wow, incredible. Nope. I love the fact that you stress so much on- I wouldn't have. I love so much the, the fact that you stress so much on doing your homework because that is what something a lot of entrepreneurs are just coming into the game they miss yeah. that they're like oh if so-and-so is doing that i just want to do it and they forget to do the homework part and for yeah. you you're doing your homework you obviously understood your target market and that's why you right. were able to successfully like open your business i love that that was actually great advice uh so for those who wanted to come and visit your store or buy from you or even like book uh, a session with you outside of maybe like windsor to just kind of like support your business, where can we find you? Um, so on all my social media platforms, you can find me at Inclusive Beauty, mm -hmm. not the solutions part, just Inclusive Beauty. So that's I-N-C-L-U-S-V um, Beauty. So that's on so on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Those are the three. Um, I, and then my website is, um, inclusive beauty at gmail.com. Sorry, <laughs> inclusivebeauty.com. My email is at gmail.com, but no, it's www.inclusivebeauty.com. Um, on there, you'll see all my stuff. It is under construction right now because I just switched my POS system, yeah. but majority, like 90% of my, of my, um, what I sell in the store is there on e-commerce. Yeah. We do have e-commerce at the moment, so they can purchase things online. Um, um, and then for those who are in Windsor, um, I am located at five, four, six, seven Tecumseh Road East. It's at Rivard and Tecumseh. Mm -hmm. Um, and we are officially open for, um, retail, but not quite yet open for um servicing people yet i think they said like july 5th or something for you for for you right now that you have obviously been working in your business for such a short amount of uh, time but you have many many years of experience so what would be one of the key legacy that you would love to leave i think more than my skill yeah. Um, as doing hair. Cause I don't think it, it, like I do, like I do get messages all the time after I finish doing someone's hair. I'm like, Oh my God, you have gifted hands. You're so blessed. And this and that. And, and, um, and, um, thanking me for that, which I absolutely love. Yeah. I think my legacy that I like more though, is the fact that I'm a black entrepreneur, a black female entrepreneur. And I like when, um, I hear stories like, like, oh my gosh, this is yours. And they see how nice it is inside. And then that makes them think like, oh my God, I could be an entrepreneur too. And so a lot of times I go into different schools and talk about whether it's entrepreneurship, mentorship, which is huge. You definitely, whatever you, you want to get into, you definitely need to have a mentor, a coach. You're not going to succeed. And nobody mm -hmm. that has a mentor or a coach, I got, I got a mentor after um, I got my shop and I can't thank her enough. 
Um, I actually have a few different mentors, but specifically in my field, mm-hmm. I have what I just recently got one and I'm like, so thankful, but I have other mentors that are just smart, like business smart, but not necessarily beauty salon or supply store smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, my short term goal is to expand my, um, supply store and, and just take in as many, like, I just want them to come in like young and naive and, and just like eager to work kind of thing. And I just want them to see how like this boss just deals with things and then open their <laughs> eyes and they can expand. So like more than just me doing like my skill of braiding and stuff, yeah. I would love to see inclusive beauty solutions be the start of 10 more beauty supply stores spread out in whether it's Canada or America because of the kids or students or um, employees that worked for me and saw what I was doing and want to go and do that. That's my, that's going to be my, and their name doesn't have to say inclusive as well. Like I don't care yeah. for, for there to be 10 of 10 locations, but I just want them to say when they are being interviewed like this yeah. to say, Salem Burhanet Inclusive Beauty Solutions gave me um, an opportunity at her shop and took me under her wing. And this is the product of it. That's what I wow. want to see. What an amazing, amazing um, legacy that you wanted to live. Obviously, I hope that you also open another store in Toronto so I can also come and get my hair done. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Definitely. I, w- I would be one of the first one lying into your door. Be like, hey, girl, remember? Listen, <laughs> if you are God willing, if you are, your hairstyle is on me. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. I'll be excited to, uh, to be in that line for sure, for sure. Thank Absolutely. you so much for taking uh, the time of your day. I know you're very busy and um, I appreciate you, you know, joining us here today to share your story because for young Black women that are just watching this or even young Black uh, men that are watching this, they'll be able to see other business owners, other successful entrepreneurs within Canada or within the world that are doing a lot of uh, impactful things. And for you being one of those uh, initial pioneers in Windsor or as itself to open a successful business down there, you'll be able to also encourage the people within that um demographic to also like you know be inspired and also getting into the businesses and also develop their own stuff and i actually appreciate you coming here today to give us that light and to impact us and inspire you thank you so much for having me it was such a pleasure and it was so nice seeing you again and i like listen i should be reverse interviewing you now because you're such an amazing person yourself (laughs) so you are quite the motivator yourself too and listen we got we got to do it. Our future is looking bright because of people like you as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. I most appreciate it. And also send my greetings to your cousin. Okay. The little I will. Cousin. I will. I'll let her know. Yes, right. I will. Take care. Okay, Have I'll a great night. Take care. Bye. Mwah.